0: And welcome back to the podcast with your host, Av. Um, It's so nice to talk to you guys again. And I thank you for listening, Um, getting this far into the podcast. I'm really enjoying making these. So, today we're going to be talking about merch. Um, These are the four different topics within merch that we'll be talking about. We're going to talk about when merch will sell effectively and when to implement it into your marketing strategy, Um, how to create that merch where to sell that merch, and how to market it. So these are the four things we're going to be talking about. Um, I will start with my own personal experience and a funny story. So, (laughs) oh man. So I would say it was about a year ago now. I wanted to release my first single, and my first single was Last Song I'm Writing. And it's so funny to say that that was only a year ago a year ago because it genuinely feels like years ago and it it feels like I was a different person then and talking about last song I'm writing is like so cringy honestly because I don't even like the song like I wanted to just put out a single and my parents told me that that was their favorite of all the songs that I've written and so whatever I was putting out that song and I was like okay now that I have a song out like I guess that means I have to sell merch, right? Like, Amanda, who are you? You're literally weird. No one cares. Um, (laughs) But once I set my mind on something, I rarely go back. So I genuinely was like, okay, I'm gonna sell merch. How do I go about this? So like, I dove into YouTube tutorials and all sorts of things. I ended up ordering... (laughs) I ended up ordering 400 dollars worth of black long sleeve t-shirts from Custom Ink, okay? And or rush order tees, whatever. And first of all, who wants a black long sleeve t-shirt? No one. Like literally no one wants black long sleeve t-shirts. Like I just I'm sorry, it's either a t-shirt or a hoodie. No one wants that in between. But at the time I'm like, "Perfect. This is a great in between." Okay? Really stupid. And <laughs> I should be careful because what if someone's selling like black long sleeve t shirts and whatever? For me, it was stupid. I don't, they didn't sell well, didn't do a great job. Anyway, so I ordered so many t shirts because I didn't think about like inventory or leftover inventory. I was just like, perfect. Like these will all sell out, right? Okay. Amanda, you're very, very, very naive and stupid. So I ordered all of those and I started looking into bringing them somewhere to get printed, right? Okay, well, Amanda's, again, not smart because when you bring them to a place to get printed, I would say 70% of the time, they're not willing to use the actual apparel, like the, the shirts that you bring in. They the The screen printing places want you to buy their t-shirts that they can print themselves so every time I went to a place and I was like hi I already have like 300 black t-shirts can you print them they were like no I'm sorry we only you know print on our own t-shirts I'm like okay so that was my first issue that I ran into and then I was like okay fine like I'll just do it myself and so your girl ordered (laughs) I hate myself so much I ordered literal photo transfer paper and printed, and I also ordered all of this ink for my printer, and I literally printed my album artwork on photo transfer paper to then peel off, place on the t-shirt, and iron on myself. That is what I spent my first semester at Belmont doing any point that I had free time, which was not a lot because I worked um, a waitressing job most days and then I went to school, obviously, on any day that I had a little bit of free time or I would stay up till like 2 a.m., literally printing my own t-shirts in my room with an iron (laughs) only to have probably 200 extra, okay? Inventory unsold. And it's literally currently sitting in my garage right now. Um, it's pretty tragic. I don't even know what I'm going to do with it. Okay. I'm probably going to donate it to some foreign country that like needs clothes in general. And unfortunately there's going to be a bunch of people just wearing my face. Um, it's a sad, sad event. So anyway, don't make the mistakes I did. Do not think that you can (laughs) order all these shirts yourself, print them, and then sell all of them it's, you're not, you're never going to break even. You're just, you're never going to break even, even on the like amount of effort and time that you put in. Like it's never going to, you're never going to make a profit. Okay. And uh, (laughs) maybe I shouldn't be so cynical, but like I was just completely unrealistic with my situation. And so I would not advise anyone do that. So (laughs) here's a much Better alternative that I had to seek out myself um, that I think any independent artist or DIY artist will appreciate. Okay. So let's talk about the first category I mentioned. When is it when is it the right time to sell merch and sell merch effectively? Okay. And I think the answer to this question depends on your opinion of your fan base. Okay. So, or your following, whatever you want to call it. There's a general rule of thumb in business that says that 20% of your following or your customers will generate 80% of your profit. And that's basically just on customer loyalty. You know, if you have a fan base of a hundred people, let's say, I'm going to keep it small because I don't know how to do math. All right. Let's say you have a fan base of hundred people. Only 20 people are really saving your songs to playlists, playing them on repeat, recommending you to their friends who need new music, okay? Like, only 20 of them are really loyal. And so that's kind of something that you want to follow or use as a guide when thinking about when to sell merch. So if you have a sufficient enough fan base where 20% of your fan base... Is going to make you a decent profit in merch, then go for it. But obviously, that is completely personal preference. So there's no straight line answer. It's basically up to you. And if you think that your fan base is sufficient enough, okay. I did not even take that into account when I was doing this, and it proved true. Like, I had a bunch of friends that wanted merch, but like they were just my friends and they wanted a shirt with my name on it, but there were like 10 of them. So what was that gonna get me? Especially after I literally handed out my shirts because they were my friends and I loved them and I didn't want them to have to pay for anything. So it was a complete waste of time. (laughs) Well, it wasn't a waste of time. I don't believe that anything's a waste of time. You can learn something from everything, but it wasn't a smart move on my part and it was just a learning lesson, okay? Or it was just a lesson learned (laughs) it was just a lesson learned so that's my little tidbit on my experience with my merch and how you should decide if it's the right time to sell merch to your fan base and your following also I think a factor in deciding that is if you have something to promote I mean if you want to start selling merch maybe you have a tour coming up and you want to sell it at your tour or You have a single coming out or you have an album coming out. I mean, those are the things that you kind of want to take into account because at the end of the day, merch is not only promoting you, but it can promote your music in a specific way if you want it to. So definitely consider those two factors when you're deciding if it's the right time to sell merch. So let's say you answered yes to that first question. Yes, it's the right time. I have a decent enough following where I think I'll make a good profit on merch and it'll help me, especially during weird times of COVID and whatever. Um Okay, the next step is creating the merch. I do not recommend printing your own shirts. <laughs> um, aside from my story, I do have a friend who decided to do that and print them on his own. So he literally bought a screen printer and started printing them on his own. And yes, that's good and fine and like I, I love doing things in a DIY way because it makes everything so much more valuable and personal. And, you know, those are the things that you're kind of like paying your dues as a, as an artist or a soon-to-be artist. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, so mad respect to him, but I do feel like there's much more efficient ways to go about it because at the end of the day, it is a lot of time. You're spending a lot of time doing all of the other aspects of creating merch that you don't have to be doing, you know? Um, because not only is it designing it and then buying the screen printer and then like physically screen printing, then letting the shirts dry and then shipping them, like you're doing all of that, okay? On top of dealing with the money and trying to analyze like if this is worth it and there's just a lot that goes into it and I have something in mind that I think is going to make your life a lot easier and more efficient if you want to sell merch especially as an. I'm going to use the word underestablished artist because I'm assuming that that's those are the people that are listening right now um I don't think Taylor Swift's listening to this podcast. Um, (laughs) she does not need my advice on how to sell merch. Um, but you know what I'm trying to say. So, so at the end of the day, you want to find the most efficient way to create merch. So here's my advice. I want you to go on Canva. I am, I wish I was sponsored for Canva. I freaking wish I was, but I'm not. I talk about it in every freaking podcast. I know everyone uses it, but whatever. Go on Canva, go on Adobe Illustrator, whatever you use to make graphics. Get a graphic designer. If you need some, please DM me on Instagram at ave.music. I have plenty of friends that are really, really talented in those areas, but make a graphic first. And here's some things that I'm going to remind you of when making graphics. First of all, if you're doing your name and just your name, if you're just promoting you as an artist, keep it simple and keep it cohesive with your brand, okay? I just did a poll on my Instagram asking people what makes them want to buy merch, okay? And a lot of answers came back saying it needs to be simple and wearable, okay? And I just think that's so important because when you go to these merch stands at concerts, I swear to God, I can't find a shirt or a hoodie that's super wearable. Everything's like busy and big faces on the front of a t shirt and all the tour like dates on the back. And like, that's one thing if you really want to like have a piece of memorabilia. But if you're trying to sell merch that's wearable, that people can wear every day out and like appreciate and like, you need to keep it simple and tasteful and cohesive with your brand. Um, I'm wearing merch right now from my dance studio, and it's just a white Gildan hoodie. It's my favorite hoodie because I love Gildan. I love their brand. It's good quality, and they just have the logo right across the front. That's it. Nothing on the sleeves, nothing on the back. The logo is beautiful. It's like well-printed. It's my favorite freaking sweatshirt. I wear it almost every day, and I wash it on the weekends. Swear to God. So... It depends on what you're going for. If you're going for a piece of memorabilia, then ignore what I'm about to say. But if you're going for something that's wearable that you want your people to wear every day and literally you want it to be their favorite pieces of clothing, you need to keep your font and your name very simple. And that's it, okay? Okay. Also, if you're doing something to promote an album or a single, and you want to do album artwork—that's good and fine. Just remember that if you're putting it on a t-shirt, we're all wearing it to bed. I'm sorry. I'm unless graphic tees come back into style in a cool way. I wear all of my merch at night. I really do. To I go to bed, and that was another thing people kept commenting on last night. I had a really great conversation with my friend. Um, because of this poll that I posted and she was like, yeah, I wear all of my merch to bed. And I was like, see, because you don't really want to wear someone's face out in public without like coming across like cheesy. I don't know. So if you're going to do album artwork, then keep it simple, keep it wearable, keep it like a cool design, something that someone wants to wear with jeans or wear under a sweatshirt or a denim jacket. You know what I mean? Okay. So That's on design and you can easily create that on Canva and make sure that you download it with a transparent background. So you're gonna download it as a high quality PNG with a transparent background so that when you upload it later to put it on a t-shirt, whatever, it goes on nice and smoothly and it's high quality so you can adjust the size, all things like that, okay? Let's talk about color for a second. I'm going back to this wearable concept because it's really true. Um, Let's ignore the bright green sweatshirts by Billie Eilish for a second, please, and the bright orange sweatshirts by Travis Scott just for like two seconds. You're not going to wear something with bright colors and a lot of patterns every day or every week or under a denim jacket, okay? It's just you're not. You're literally not. And... Aside from Billy and Travis, who I think did a fabulous job with their merch and whatever, for the most part, you're just not going to wear that bright green sweatshirt every day. And if you do, that's fine. I'm not like hating on anyone. I have a friend who literally loves green. We call her Gren. Like shout out to Nicole. Hey girl. We call her Gren because that's what she does, whatever. But I'm just saying the average person isn't going to wear a bright neon pink sweatshirt every day or every week. Um, Okay. That's just what I'm thinking. So stick to wearable colors. Um, Honestly, like black, white, gray, like a tan color, that's all very wearable. It's not intimidating to a buyer. You know what I'm trying to say? If you're going on, let's say, I don't know, Forever 21, And you know, when you're in for, let's say you're in forever 21, you know, when you're in forever 21 and everyone always makes fun of like, you go up to a sweatshirt that you think is cute. And then it's like something weird because forever 21 is like low key weird. I'm just picturing someone on a, like on a website, looking at your merch and they see something that they think could be cute. And then they like actually click on it to like view it in full. And it's like way brighter than they expected. And the logo is like way busier than they thought it was. And they're like, Oh no, keep going. Okay. So it doesn't take much for someone to, it just doesn't take a lot of effort for someone to be like, uh, I don't like this next. That's our generation. Like you scroll on Instagram, something's not your favorite cup of tea. It does not take you more than three seconds to be like next. So you have to think about this when you're creating something, you want something eye catching, but also like not intimidating. Okay. Also, um, the reason I'm, like, so full of information on merch is because I just finished my um, tour merchandising class at Belmont and I'm like, all of the information is, like, very fresh in my head. So I'm, like, out of breath thinking about the things that I need to tell you guys. So we did some research in my class this semester and it turns out that hoodies are the most purchased merch items. Hoodies and t-shirts. I just did a poll on my Instagram and it further proved that statistic. I said hoodies or t-shirts and it was like 83% hoodies, whatever the other stat is for t-shirts, obviously 80-20, okay? So very interesting. I also think it it could have something to do with the time of year that it is. I mean, obviously everyone's thinking about hoodies and sweatshirts right now. Maybe if I had done that poll back in the summer, people wouldn't really have sweatshirts on their mind and maybe it would have been more t-shirts, but... I think people crave a sweatshirt more because it's better quality and they could wear it a little bit more um, rather than a t-shirt, which most people end up wearing to bed. So here's what you're going to do. So you're going to go to Spreadshirt.com, okay? Or Spreadshop. It's like the same thing. You could type in either one. And you're going to create your own apparel shop. This is what I do. It works so much better. Basically, what you do is you... When you have a design that you made prior, let's say in Canva or Adobe Illustrator, or whatever, you literally upload that design to your your shop and then you decide which products you want to put it on. And this, this site basically has all the products I could ever think of for merch and you just upload the design on there and then people can go on and purchase and you have to do nothing as far as inventory. You don't have to do printing. You don't have to do shipping. You do have control over price, um and you have control over like promos and stuff and sales that you want to do. I just burped. But you don't have to do any of the heavy lifting and it is literally foolproof because even if you don't sell anything, you did not lose anything. You don't have to pay for spreadshirt. You don't have to pay taxes. Literally nothing. Nothing. All you do is make profit if someone buys. It is so smart. I am so thankful that I did some research and found that thing, that um, website, because I wish I did it a year earlier because I absolutely should not have spent $400 on black t-shirts with my stupid album artwork on it that no one cares about. Um, so Spreadshirt, it is absolutely fabulous. I will put it in the show notes. It is my favorite thing and it's so nice because nothing is finalized. So What you could do is let's say you want to make a sweatshirt, okay? So you upload your design to the sweatshirt and then you put it up there and people are like texting you and they're like, hey, like, do you have that same design but with a t-shirt? You literally go on the website, you go to the design that you uploaded, and then you just add a t-shirt. What's also fabulous is you could add a feature where your customers, your customers can, customize the color so let's say you just put your design on a sweatshirt and you by default just put white when they're shopping they could change the colors so it's literally so great so people aren't bothering you like oh like I really wanted the sweatshirt to be black bitch go oh I really should not be cursing girl go like literally it's right there you just click it make it black order it black like as long as you're uploading a design that has a transparent background and obviously like it looks fine against the other color, like you're you're chilling. You literally do nothing. Um, as far as items that they offer, they have everything. They have unisex. They have female items. They have maternity items. They have children items. They have men's items. They have accessories. Okay, they have koozies. They have. Bandanas, masks, um, buttons, stickers—literally anything that you could freaking think of. This site has, and it's all at your disposal, and it's all at your customer's disposal. So you literally just decide what designs you want on what, and in available in what like items, and you make it public, and people can purchase. And you also decide the price, and it tells you like the profit margin. So let's say. It costs Spreadshirt $35 to produce a really great premium hoodie. You can decide what you want your profit margin to be. So if it costs them $35 to make and you want to profit like $5, you just make it $40. And you make $5, you make commission on your design as well. Like if you're using an original design. And it's that easy. And you make 5 bucks, Like, <laughs> It's crazy. Um, obviously, your customers do have to pay shipping, um, but it's not coming out of your pocket. It's coming out of the stores. like it's it's foolproof. I cannot say it enough. I really freaking wish I was sponsored. Maybe I'll reach out to them after this podcast, but it's fabulous. I love it. Um, I've made a few sales. I love making my little virtual shop like aesthetically pleasing and cohesive with my brand. It's fabulous and it's super easy. You just put the link somewhere, you know, you send your link to whoever and they go and shop as if they're shopping online at Forever 21. They buy their items and they you you're updated with like all the shipping information. You get to see all the money that you're making and the commission you're making. I think I sold like two things back in in the spring and I made like $6 in commission just from those two sales and they like give you, they like give you commission just for like being open. Like it's so, it's amazing. There's, I don't have one complaint. So if you need help setting that up, please DM me on Instagram at AVE.music. Seriously, I will be happy to help. And I will link anything that you need to know down in the show notes. Okay. So now that we talked about when to decide when to sell merch and how to create merch and where to sell it, um, now we're talking about marketing. So If you decide not to do Spreadshirt, I understand. I'm not offended. You're just taking the harder way out. It's not my problem at this point. Um, But let's say you decide to just order t-shirts, okay, and get them printed, whatever. Where are you selling it? Where are you marketing it? So if you're on tour, you're bringing all of those, you're lugging all of those t-shirts to your tour. And you need to have someone managing a merch table. Um, that is really, really tough because you need to do a count in. So you need to talk about how much you have, how much inventory you have in stock at this merch table, right? Um, how many sizes, how much you're selling everything for. And then you need to not only track every single transaction, but you actually need to complete the transaction with money and figure out if you're just doing card and with credit cards there's a 5% fee um if you're doing just cash I don't think you pay tax um obviously it depends on your situation your state whatever but there's a lot of things that go into it when you're selling in person um we learned a lot about that on at my in my tour merch class and it was really really interesting so if you're selling merch at a bigger venue they also charge you to sell the venue, and sometimes they take a cut, so it's definitely a less efficient way to sell merch because you're losing out in certain ways. Um, but on the other hand, you know if someone's coming to your show, they do kind of want to leave with something. They do want to have a, have memorabilia. So it's it's a toss up. You you have to totally decide for yourself what's worth it and what's not. And then as far as marketing. Um, That could be a whole different episode, so I'm not going to get too into it, but marketing is important, and I'm going to go with the scenario that you're selling on Spreadshirt. I mean, if it's all online, this is important to market it on social media, obviously, and make sure you put links where it's very convenient. So if you're posting about it on Instagram, make sure the link is right in your bio or make sure the link is right on your story because a lot of online shopping is very impulsive, so you want people to like, it's very psychological. You want people to quickly say, oh, she's selling merch. Oh my God, that's so cute. Swipe up. Boom. Three seconds flat. They go on their website. Hopefully they see something they like within like two seconds. They click on it. Oh my God, it's only 20 bucks. Hmm, Okay. Boom. Done. Like literally. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I'm the only person impulsively online shopping, but you want to put yourself in the shoes of the customer and think about, okay, How am I going to make the process of purchasing something as efficient and quick as possible? Because that is our generation. Think about it. If you are going online, let's say you have a cart full of stuff, okay? And for some reason, your cart is like glitching out or like you have to put in your email three times or you have to, you done, you're exiting out. You're like, I don't need this stuff, right? Am I wrong? I mean, you have to make sure your process is quick. People like your design. Like, there are no questions asked, essentially, okay? Because people are very quick to drop money if they like something, especially if it's online. So I think I hit everything. I think these are all my tips as far as merch. Um, selling merch as an independent artist, an underestablished independent artist, especially during COVID when... Um, like live shows are really just not a thing. So, hopefully, you can open your own shop on Spreadshirt and create some items that you really, really love and make some money. I'm really here for you. Please DM me if you have any questions on Instagram. And um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will talk to you guys soon.